Welcome to this week's episode of PI Perspectives. On this episode, Matt catches up with Brianne Joseph of Sly Fox Detective Agency in New Orleans and Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Brianne was recently featured in PI Magazine for an agency profile, and she wrote an article on social media marketing for private investigators. She's an award-winning investigator, published author, skilled entrepreneur, national speaker, and an authority on how to market your business. Let's sit down with the diva detective and our host, private investigator, Matt Spare. And hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of PI Perspectives. I am your host, Matt, and I am here today with Miss Brian Joseph from New Orleans. How are you doing today? Yes, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We are awesome. Uh, by the time this episode airs, we'll be gearing up for Thanksgiving. I hope you have yes. something cool planned. Yes. Yeah, my favorite time of year. We get to lay around on the sofa and eat, you know, and have people bring us food all day long. So it's definitely my favorite time of year. There is nothing wrong with that. Um, <laughs> and I don't plan on cooking a thing, just so you know. So I'm not going to. I'm not going to hate you for that. That's okay. <laughs> there are those that cook and those who eat. You're obviously somebody I'm who. On, eats. Yes, I'm on the receiving end of the food. All right, fantastic. <laughs> well, let's talk for an hour about food now, shall we? Right. Um, we can actually no, not gonna uh, do work that. for me. <laughs> uh, today. This is PI perspectives, not foodie perspectives. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, d- jumping in here. So Sly Fox Investigations, you are based uh, down in New Orleans and, and Baton Rouge too, correct? Yes. Okay, so tell me a little bit about your business and what you do and how you got into it. Yes, Sly Fox Investigations. Uh, we're an all-female private investigation agency. I've been a licensed PI in the state of Louisiana 14 years. We specialize in surveillance for insurance fraud, for infidelity, for child custody. We do process service. We interview witnesses and we locate folks. And um, we do that primarily for attorneys, but we also work for the general public, especially for the domestic cases. Those are always really interesting, right? You get those great phone calls. Oh, yeah. You know, there's never a dull moment with domestic. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> awesome. That sounds like a, a lot of fun, right? And and I know your goal every day is to do something excellent, right? Oh, of course. Always. You already know. <laughs> oh, right, right. So you and I, we, we've known each other for a little bit, not too, too long. But we met on Facebook, one of the, um, the closed uh, private investigator groups. I think it was licensed private detective, maybe. Yes, I believe it was licensed private detectives, and and we did. And I've always been um, an admirer of you and what you do. I think you're amazing, and um, I'm definitely a big supporter, especially with this new initiative. It's brilliant, and I'm just excited to be a part of it and and to see you along your way to greatness because well, that's that's I, certainly what you're destined for. I, with I appreciate that, but this show is about you today. It's not about me. So thank you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the plug, though. <laughs> Thanks. Um, of course, of course. One of the things that drew me to reaching out to you and, and just touching base is just I noticed the marketing that you were doing. I was like, man, this girl's everywhere. She's, she's like just blowing up and doing <laughs> things. And it's like, I, I want to know what this person's story is because what you were talking about and what you were posting about, it was cool. You know, it was, it was yeah. definitely something different and industry related, obviously. And it's like, okay, I need to have people all over the country, let me just touch base. And I think we, we traded some messages and started talking shop, I guess, on how to do certain things. But it was definitely the marketing aspect of what you were doing that got uh-huh. me to, you know, caught my attention. I was like, wow, okay, this this is something different. Uh, she seems to be all over the place. Like you were stalking me almost to have me follow you. <laughs> but 
that's another story. Your background, did you go to school for like business marketing or did you do something else? No, I did. I, I do have a degree in business and marketing and, um, and that does help me with my brand. Um, but yeah, you know, in our industry, sometimes there's this, um, this notion that nobody's supposed to know who you are, you know, <laughs> and it, it's true to a certain extent as far as your subject is concerned, but, you know, not as it pertains to your clients. And, and I think that's really important for investigators to, to know, you know, nobody's going to buy anything from you if they don't know you're there. And so I just, uh, you know, always make an effort to, uh, to let everybody know that we're here and what we do and how we can help hopefully change their lives for the better. And that's the kind of, that's the message that I try to, to get out to my clients, especially on social media. Most of my clients, a lot of the attorneys, you know, I'm not really quote unquote speaking to them per se on social media. You know, that's a totally different market for me on social media. It's more for, you know, the general public, people who are going through divorces and have these custody battles and, you know, have folks who are cheating on them. So we just kind of cater to them with the language and the conversations that I have on social media. It just kind of works for me that way. Well, I knew you were gangster when I saw your television commercial. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. What was gangster about the television commercial? Well, I don't have one. So I, I thought it was like really cool that you actually. Oh, just in general. And okay. it had like good production. Like you could see that you, you actually like, you know, put some effort into it. It was, it was really cool. Um, oh, well, thank you. Yes, yeah. I did. And imagery is so important in marketing. You know, right. you want to come across as polished and professional and everything that you do. Sometimes in order to achieve that, you have to invest <laughs> a little bit in, in the quality. And so that was really important that if something was going to represent me or my brand, that it represented, um, you know, us in the best light and in the most professional way possible. So, you know, you can't be afraid to invest in, in things to make your brand what it needs to be. Yeah, you got to spend money to make money. I, th I think absolutely, pretty, pretty absolutely. That. So, and that and that video has gotten us a lot of business because a lot of times we'll get calls and people will actually just tell me they hired me because they love the video and they they understood exactly who we were from the video. So. You know, it was it was definitely worth the investment. Yeah, I mean, I've read articles on marketing and, and posting, and they talk about how uh, important it is to have not only images when you're doing your marketing, but moving images, even if it's just the slightest thing that's moving. Like it gives you an advantage. I thought was really neat. Absolutely, people are drawn to that. You know, and and those types of images that are like like you said, moving images and things like that. You know, a lot of times those are more are shareable than just text, you know, so they definitely can be advantageous to the, your marketing efforts for sure. That's good. That's good. And you definitely come with uh, some authority. You've written some articles. You were in PI Magazine, the last issue. Yes. Which was yes. great. You had two spots, actually. You you had an article on marketing and you, and you had a spotlight, which is really awesome. Yes, I did. I had the amazing opportunity to be uh, featured in PI Magazine. I want to say it was the September issue, and um, I was able to share a little bit about social media, uh, some things that I do that help me out in my business, just, you know, in an effort to kind of share with others what could possibly help them out as well. Um, and yes, they did do um, an agency spotlight on us as well. So I was really grateful for that opportunity. That was awesome. You know, and you've written books and you've spoken at different uh, events. And um, tell me a little bit about before we, we jump into the, the marketing stuff. Uh, one of the things I wanted to cover a little bit further was you're, you're putting together a training course, right? And tell me how that came about and what you're looking to do with that. 
Yes. Well, you know, I, I started getting a lot of emails and a lot of inbox messages from new investigators in the field who were interested in me mentoring them. And so, I mean, it was like a lot of people and I just honestly just did not have the time to individually mentor uh, these people and the majority of them were women. So that was pretty cool for one, but you know, I just didn't have time. You have have an all female uh, detective agency. It's not surprising that females are reaching out to me. I know. (laughs) Come on, Kreskin. I know. I know. But they, they were like, um, you know, they were like, can you teach me how to do what you do and things like that and how to get in and how to be successful with what you do. We really like what you do. And, you know, unfortunately, as I mentioned, I just couldn't just there's not enough hours in the day to be able to to help everybody. So I just came up with the idea that, you know, what would be the best way for me to reach the most amount of people, the biggest amount of people with the least amount of time. And I, I thought that creating a course would be an effective way to do that. And then once I decided to create the course, I really wanted to create the course to incorporate entrepreneurship concepts in private investigation. So I basically teach all of the strategies that I used um, as an entrepreneur to find success in private investigation because, you know, I'm an entrepreneur before I'm a private investigator, you know, and so I, you know, I created this course to shorten the learning curve for the new investigator. So that's how it came about. And that's my intention for creating the course, because a lot of things I did starting out, I did with trial and error. So I do have an idea of what works and what doesn't work as far as uh, marketing is concerned. But as an entrepreneur, it's all about profit. And it's all about getting straight to the money to say it that way. And I, I teach entrepreneurs how to do that, how to take the shortcuts as far as marketing is concerned, how to get to the decision makers. I teach what I call smart marketing, and I'll basically be covering everything from mindset mastery and uh, to creating effective strategies to be seen by your target audience, whether that's through securing in-person meetings or securing media attention, because I've done very well with drawing attention to my brand and securing a lot of national attention of, you know, I've been in Essence magazine, I've been able to secure television spots and radio and just kind of become a media magnet to a certain extent. And it's, it's not haphazard, you know, a lot of the things that I'm able to do, pretty much all of the things I'm able to do are, are a direct result of strategy and implementation of the strategy. So I teach in that course, how to do those things effectively so that they'll be able to get to those paying clients, even if they're unknown or have very little experience, which is what I which is what I had when I first started out. I was I was unknown. I didn't have any very little experience. But, you know, through some of these strategies, I was able to uh, find the paying clients and grow my brand. What's cool is that you take your experience and you compound on your experience, right? So you take a little bit from from this job and a little bit from that job or, or this marketing opportunity into the next marketing opportunity and you build and you learn. What I love about what you do is, you know, you never finished. I think it was like last month you were, you went out to Alabama to do some more learning about marketing, right? You, there's no way you could possibly yes. <laughs> learn every or know everything that you you, you got to continue at it. You got to continue to learn and get other people's perspectives on what they think is successful. It doesn't hurt, right? Absolutely. You know, you never, ever stop learning. 
ever. You know, to be successful as an entrepreneur, you have to have this insatiable appetite to just to learn more, to be better, to push yourself and just never, ever be satisfied with the way things are. You have to always find ways to improve systems, find ways to uh, to grow your reach and to reach more people in the most effective way and to to monitor your success and, and, and stop doing the things that aren't working and focus your energy on things that are profitable for you and being uh, wise enough to know the difference between what's working and what's not. And so a lot of times in order to do that, you have to... Uh, to educate yourself continuously, you know, and not be afraid to, uh, to attend all of these different, I think it was a marketing class that Jimmy gave. You're saying Jimmy, you mean uh, Jimmy Messes, right? Messes. Yes, yes, yes. It was a great class. You know, I'm always looking to people like him who are what I consider gurus in this industry that I, I definitely admire and aspire to their level of success. And so any opportunity that I get to be around those types of people and to be, you know, just kind of bask in their knowledge, I'm always there for it. And I actually, I traveled like six hours <laughs> to wow. get there. You wow. know, it wasn't like he was across the street. He didn't come to Baton Rouge. He didn't come to New Orleans. He came to Alabama. Um, and, and it's so funny because when he advertised the the course and I saw it was in Alabama, you know, Alabama's not far from Louisiana. So I was like, oh, cool. I just signed up. But then I, <laughs> when I looked at the address, it was like North Alabama. I was like, oh my God. I'm not even going to ask you what your playlist was on your car when you were driving. I don't want to know. <laughs> oh my God. Look, I was like, oh my God. I don't like, I'm not a driver, Matt. Let me tell you. I ended up getting my dad to drive, nice. to drive with me because nice. I just I just couldn't see driving for six hours. But my point is, when you're an entrepreneur, none of that matters. Right. You know, he had something that I wanted, so right. it did not matter that it was six hours away. Well, that's, so yeah, that's right. that all that's goes right. back to what we were talking about about having that drive and that just you know that yeah. ambition to to get what you want. We're we're going to take a quick break in a second, but before we do, um, tell me about the, the this marketing program or or this course that you're putting together. Is it available yet, or is it, do you expect it to be available soon? Like, what's your plan on that? Oh my God, no, it's not available yet. Um, I do have, well, I have several people who have signed up to be notified about when the class actually does drop and it should be out. Um, I'm pushing for the beginning of the year, but if anybody would like to uh, receive notification of when it's out, they could always email me and I'll put them on the list. And the email is really, really simple. It's just slyfox at slyfoxinvestigations.com. They can just shoot me an email and I'll add their name and their email to the uh, list or they could just shoot me an email with their email address and we'll email them uh, when it's available yeah we're, we're going to have your contact information in the uh in the show info too so that so they can get it off there we're going to take a quick break and when we come back we're going to jump in to how to use all this crazy marketing stuff for, for private investigations so we're, we're going to talk about that in just a little bit so let's uh, step out real quick and we'll be right back now we're going to tell you about scope now scopenow.com we automate your social media investigations not a ScopeNow user? Visit them at scopenow.com slash try. scopenow.com slash try. Make sure to visit the website to learn all about the new exciting upgrades of ScopeNow 3.0. scopenow.com. S-K-O-P-E-N-O-W dot com. 
Don't forget to mention code PIP19 when you visit the site and sign up for an account to receive a 10% discount. That's PIP19. I am here with Brianne Joseph from Sly Fox Investigations down in New Orleans. We're going to jump in and get back to this whole marketing thing that we're doing and specifically like more towards the internet driven marketing. And what was interesting in that article that you you wrote for PI Magazine, you had discussed like 2.77 billion social media users at the end of this year. And the average consumption is by each person is about two hours a day. Um, I thought that was right. big numbers. Yes, definitely big numbers. And so that alone tells you that if you if you're trying to market, that's where you need to be. (laughs) That's where most people are spending their time. You know, you can hardly walk down the street without seeing somebody with their phone in their hand. Right, Right. You know, everybody's got that phone out. They're surfing the Web. They're on these social media sites. And so. One of the best ways to advertise is is definitely or to promote your brand is definitely on uh, the social media networks. Okay, And uh, do you have a preference as to which social media network works better than the other in your experience or you just kind of hit all of them? Well, I mean, I think it's 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 a good idea to have a profile with several different ones. Um, But you just you have to really see what works for your message and for your audience. We found that Facebook works best for us. We also have an Instagram account, but Instagram typically has more of the younger users on it, like 30 years and younger. Typically, Facebook usually has the older audiences as far as, you know, what us what us doing our advertising on on Facebook. And we found that that particular platform works best for us for what we do. We get the most engagement on yeah. our Facebook page. Yeah. And if folks don't don't know, one of the things that's cool when you do advertise on Facebook is that you have the opportunity to run the same ad on Instagram. So it's kind of doing it at the same time. Yes. That's, that's a, neat, Absolutely. a neat function there. Okay. So reading your article and going through things, uh, you know, you had these different steps of what you needed to do. And, and the first thing that I remember in there was is about creating the brand identity. So tell me a little bit about them. Yeah, yeah. It's important that you uh, create a brand um, identity before you or in order to have some type of brand awareness and brand identity. You know, as private investigators, you know, sometimes, um, you know, we don't consider ourselves a business. You know, a lot of private investigators, they, they really don't consider themselves or operate as a business, um, you know, they'll just get some business cards made or something like that and just pass them out and, and think that's just the end of it. But, you know, you really have to have um, a polished look and feel to your brand. Um, and at the very minimum, you have to have, a, you know, of course, a business name. But, you know, try to get a logo or, you know, a list of your services and things like that um, at the very minimum, you know, to try to establish yourself as a business. So. You know, once you once you do that, that's you know, that's the the first step to creating brand awareness. But brand awareness is just the ability of you to have people be familiar with who you are and what you do. And so it's important to at least establish that small part first. Yeah. And I think it's, it's important that you brought that up because there are so many different things we as investigators can do. So it's almost like you have to decide what type of investigator do you want to be? Right. Do you want to be um family issues, matrimonial stuff. Do you want to work for insurance companies? Maybe motor vehicle accidents are your thing. Maybe you want to do asset location. Uh, maybe you're an accountant. You want to do fraud examination. Um, there's so many different avenues. And w- when I meet people who are just starting up, I o- always tell them, try and find like 
five or six things that you're really good at and just stick to that and you'll get the phone calls right. for the other the other stuff but network you know and and meet people that can handle those needs because they'll do right. a better job at it and they'll make you look good you'll get a little money out of it because hopefully they're giving you a referral on it and, and everybody wins Yes, absolutely. And I was a guest uh, speaker at the uh, Baton Rouge Community College private investigators course over the summer. My investigator, Jerry DeFada, was actually the instructor and he invited me down to speak to his class. Um, the majority of his class was women. <laughs> so uh, he thought it would be a good idea for me to, to come and talk to him about, you know, just being a woman in the industry and things like that. But that was actually one of the uh, suggestions that I gave to the group. I suggested that they just not be a jack of all trades when right. they come out, right. you know, just trying to do everything. And I think that there are some brands that are already established that are, in fact, jack of all trades and they're they're great brands and they do really, really well. But, you know, when you're coming into the industry and starting out, I do think it's it's better to kind of hone your craft on something specific and be known for that thing. You know, like you said, instead of coming out doing everything, because you, you're not going to be good at everything. Right. So, you know, it's definitely a good idea to kind of focus on um, an area of expertise. And it's, it's you're you're able to market yourself better when right. you do that. A- so appar- apparently, you're not too good at geography. Uh, <laughs> Northern Alabama, you just don't don't understand where that's at. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Apparently, we'll, because, we'll work look, on that. I was shocked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, so the, the other thing with uh, brand identity was the you know making sure that when you use uh, images that you're using stock photos and not putting yeah. up photos that you maybe don't have the right to use. Uh, that could get you in trouble later on. Right, exactly. Yeah, visual content is kind of like a requirement right now online. Text is good, but visuals are always better. And people are usually likely to share visual content more so than than text a lot of times, too. And it's not difficult. Well, the, big, the biggest thing is to make sure you get some really good images. And I know in that PI article, I had mentioned a place that I frequent a lot. Um, it's unsplash.com. They have some really good stock images for free that people can use to help promote their brands. And I always like to suggest that, you know, you put your logo on everything, you know, especially on social media. I slap my logo on everything. If I put something out, you know, it's from Sly Fox Investigations. Who who are they? I've never heard of them. (laughs) They must be up and coming. (laughs) I've never never seen a logo with a fox anywhere. Man, look, I'm telling you, like, I put my logo on everything and it's intentional. You know, everything you do on social media has to be intentional. Every post has to have an intention. You know, I always like to say it's it's supposed to educate and entertain or inspire in some type of way. And whatever visual content you use to do that, you know, once you put that logo on that and hopefully people can share it. Once they share it, they're sharing your business and your logo as well. And then the next thing you know, once they share that, the folks are like, well, this was a pretty funny post or this was a very interesting read. Who is Sly Fox Investigations? Let me go to the page and and check them out. So, you know, it's it's all marketing. Yeah, it's it's, it's creating that comfort level, you know, and that familiarity of, of, you know, like they they feel like they almost know you. Um, And I I think that's what you get from social media, especially when you you post videos and stuff. It's like, oh, wow. Like, I I feel like I know this person. I feel like they they like to eat donuts. I mean, (laughs) beignets. Oh my God. Look, don't start with me with the beignets. Look, no, but seriously, like that, that's a very, that's a very, very good point because people, 
people do business with people that they know, like, and trust. And so it's important to, you know, establish that type of presence on social media. And I always like to say this as well. It's okay to use your personality in your brand. You know, it's okay to, uh, social media is just that it's a social place. So, you know, a lot of times as private investigators, we're really buttoned up and, you know, there's, there's place for that definitely. But in a social media setting, you have to be a little more casual, a little bit more relaxed while still retaining that uh, air of professionalism at the same time. You know, I'm from New Orleans and I naturally, a little spice in my personality, I guess. Yeah. I don't no, your, know. your phone cut up for a second, but I, I think you said spice. So you're from, from I did. I did. I yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I naturally have a little spice in my personality. Well, so, apparently your phone disagrees with you. So <laughs> I'll take your so, word on you it. Know, <laughs> so some of that, some of that spicy Southern charm spills into my brand sometimes. But, you know, I think that's why so many people are drawn to my brand because it has personality, right? you know? And so I think it's important that as investigators, we're not afraid to, to step out there a little bit and show people a little bit about who we are as individuals, because that's how people are going to relate to us on a personal level because they know and like us. That's, that's the way to go about it. Let them know who you are, you know? You say that and it's, it's important. You're, you're absolutely right. And it's more than just trying to get, the business, right? Marketing to, to get the business, but you're also almost doing marketing when you're networking. So creating that familiarity in uh, these, these Facebook groups, for example, right? We don't know anybody from anyone other than what we see in these contained groups here, but creating that, that, that comfort level to me, I've, I've always been uh, of the inkling of help the brother out or help a sister out, you know, like like help them be the very best of what they're doing. Right. It's not like I'm, I need all the work out there and I'm trying to cut you out so I can get the business. It doesn't work that way. There's like enough for everybody. Right. Absolutely. And having that, that community, you know, and Facebook is just the example, you know, here that, that, that closed community where there is that spirit of, of others helping one another. And, you know, they, they police that, like crazy like if you're if you start talking some smack like you're gone and and it's like deleted mm-hmm. user we're not even going to tell you why we got rid of them but they're, <laughs> right. they're out you know um right don't ask don't tell like i don't need to know but uh, i'm just going to keep it you know professional um uh, but it, right. I've, I've made some relationships with investigators all over the country where mm-hmm. I'm, i am comfortable giving them the work to do because i feel like i know them a little bit. It was interesting. I, w- I was listening to a podcast with uh, John Hoda, who's another guy like Jimmy. You know, these are these are the people that marketing wise, they've been doing it for so long and they're 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 national treasures. Right. Uh, yeah. So he was talking with uh, with Bert Hodge uh, in, in a, a recent episode and he was just covering that, you know, just the familiarity of being able to uh, give an assignment to somebody that you kind of know. And he was like back in the day before there was social media and before there was marketing, you had to go to you know, six hours to Northern Alabama to go down and sit with somebody so you could meet people, you know, to network and, and cover those areas. Exactly. Um, so now we, we just get to take the spirit of that and go online and do it. So it's, uh, it's important that, you know, when you're marketing, not only are you marketing to get business, but you're also marketing to grow your business through your network of, of potential investigators to do business with. Yes, yes. And and that's one of the things that I absolutely love about uh, social media, um, the ability to connect with all of these people across the country. 
When I first started, I was not as into networking on social media as I am now. I don't believe and you. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I wasn't. But, you know, now, you know, especially like with some of the groups that have popped up now and, and the ability to communicate with people across the country and and even within my own state, you know, just expanding my reach in different places. So you're right. You're absolutely right. You know, you do feel like you, you kind of know these people already and you have these relationships with them. And a lot of times you, 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 you'll end up visiting these different cities and you're meeting up face to face with these people and you become, you know, lifelong friends. And it's, it's, it's the most amazing thing and the most amazing opportunities can come from that as well. So it's so one of my favorite things about uh, social media as well. Yeah, I love to go to New Orleans to get Mexican food, apparently fantastic oh you know what don't even talk about that i could not believe you came to new orleans to get mexican food like <laughs> i stand by my choices <laughs> i um, can't believe you do yeah like, really yeah, you yeah. know mexican food in new orleans you gotta do come it on. you gotta do it come on all right we're, we're, we're getting back on topic here <laughs> i know i know so <laughs> getting back on this stuff the other the third part of this because i think we covered the distribute um, which was the number two part so the third part is being uh, authoritative right so yeah. it's important that, that when you're uh, talking that you're educating and informing uh, as opposed to giving a pitch. Like, here's not why you should give me the business. Let me tell you the you know how knowledgeable I am or how I would solve this problem is a better way to approach it than, hey, look at me. I'm great. Give me give me the work. Right. Exactly. In, in business, it's, it's a very competitive place. You know what I mean? And private investigation is just no different. It's very competitive. And to be at the top, you have to showcase your expertise and show people that you actually know what you're talking about and that you can actually help them. One of the ways that you can definitely do that is to provide some type of thought leadership on things that educate the general public. Talking about current events and giving your take on it, but more importantly, educating prospective clients, you know, and a great way to do that. For me, we have a blog on our website where we talk directly to the audience that we're trying to get business from, which, you know, would be the domestic clients. And it's important that if, you, if you're going to have those types of conversations and, and establish that authoritative presence that you provide value to the people that you want to get the business from. So you can do that by answering questions. You know, what are the things that are bothering them that's keeping them up at night? How can you alleviate those pain points for them and, and, and addressing those things in the form of, you know, a blog perhaps? And so, you know, people, a lot of people think it's difficult to uh, to have a blog, but in that article, I also mentioned it's easy to start a blog. You know, all you can start off with something, an article as simple as just introducing yourself and right. how you got into the field. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be something that's uh, super elaborate. You know, you can just start off with something like that. And and then perhaps the second post could be something as easy as how to hire a private investigator or what to look for in a good private investigator. It doesn't have to be something that's super deep. You right. know what I mean? Right. It, it could just be something really easy and just answering questions. But that's a great way um, to get started and to showcase your expertise, you know, starting a blog and things like that. But not only that, yeah, like, um, you know, taking that um, how to be a good private investigator or the things that you should do as an investigator and then taking that and marketing that to your attorneys. So that's like one of the things that, that I do, like especially with this podcast, you know. So, you right. know, I'm, I'm marketing it like crazy to, to my clients because I'm saying like, 
this is what a good investigator should be doing. Like these people that you're talking, that you're hearing talking, like the cell phone forensic expert or or the 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 data um, uh, expert. But like if your investigator is not working with those types of people, you need to ask yourself questions. Am I using the right person? Right. If if your investigator right. isn't doing that, you know, continuing education and and, and striving to to get better uh, at doing things, are you using the right person? So like taking the blog, taking that that aspect and saying, hey. This is what, you know, somebody who uh, excels in our profession, this is what they should be doing, is a great right, tool. Right. People actually, re you, you they read it, you know, which is crazy. <laughs> you send them something, yeah. they actually read it. Um, <laughs> yeah, they do. And, you know, the great thing about that is once you create that content, you can repurpose it. Right. You can take chunks of that blog post and post that on social media yeah. as different bullet points and, and elaborate that or create engagement by asking questions that pertain to some of the content in the blog that you wrote. So that's a great, that's a great thing yeah. about, yeah. you know, creating that content. You can always repurpose it, put it on social media, put it on marketing materials that you yeah. want to mail out. So there's so many different things you can do with that material once you create it. Yeah. And it's out there. It's in perpetuity, right? So Absolutely. You know, that's, that's also free, you know, free advertising when you, when you, yeah get published when you write an article when you you know post something online or have have a news article written about you you know that yep. is free advertising that's up there forever and you should Absolutely. always be using that stuff to your the best of your ability you know how can i yeah. uh, get get more mileage out of you know what was what was just done there so that's um that's good and I, I, the other thing you talk about too is like when people do reach out to you you know when it potential clients whether it be attorneys or just the regular public like being very intentional about how quickly you respond. Even if it's just like someone responding to one of your posts, one of the things I've noticed is that you you are very quick to put a comment back in when somebody writes a comment on something. Yeah. Um, and I know that's intentional uh, on your end. And that's important. You know, you want to engage and show that you're you're paying attention to to this particular person, what, what they right. have to say, right? Oh yeah, that's so important because it, it's, the, the point is you, you wanna have a conversation with your audience. You know, you wanna talk to them. And so if they're gonna take time, you know, it's, if someone's gonna take time out of their day to respond to something that I post on my business page, as a business person, I wanna respond to that. I wanna engage that person. I wanna let them know that, hey, I heard you. Let's talk about that. What do you think about this? Not only is it always a good idea to respond quickly, but when you have that type of uh, relatable content that people want to respond to and you respond back to them, they remember that. Yeah. And, and they, they, that all goes to your brand personality and them right. knowing you and liking you. Right. And they, you become, they become an advocate for you. So like oh my God, may, they maybe do. they're not they your do. client, but maybe their, their cousin is your client. You know, exactly. because you, you treated them exactly. so nicely. I, you know, it's funny. I have a, a personal injury client of mine. He's one of my dear friends. We've been doing business together for like 15 years, right? And uh -huh. we share office space. So sometimes I'm, I'm there, uh, you know, in, in my cubicle doing my thing. And, um, you know, I hear the calls that come in, um, the ridiculous calls that come in for potential clients. <laughs> and this guy is the most patient person in the world. I'm like, I don't know how you do it, man. <laughs> Like uh, to me, it's like, and it, it it's a New York thing, right? You got to cut people off and just keep it moving. <laughs> I don't have time for this garbage. This guy, oh he even does it with telemarketers, man. He's on the phone for like three or four minutes with telemarketers. I'm like, how are you doing this? And he's like, you would be surprised how much business I get just by taking the time 
to talk to somebody and just let yes. him tell their thing. He goes, it may not be a case now, but you know, the next time they have a case and that could be a huge case, they're going to come back to right. me because of the way I treated them and they remember. So, so, you know, creating your, your army of advocates, right? That's a good way to put it, right? People that are out that there. Is, that, yeah, that you it can is. steal it. I'll give that to you. You can put it in your book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. No, it's true. It's so, it's so true. I have so many people that just sing my praises and, and and promote my brand that I have never met before that they just they're just excited about my brand just because of the interaction that that I have with them yeah. and, and just through social media so yeah it, it, it all comes back to you yeah and it's it's neat to see it work this episode is brought to you by Satellite Investigations in New York City. Satellite Investigations is New York's leading investigation firm since 2005. Check out the newsletter archives for previous articles and publications. Matt is also available to be booked as a speaker for your association or conference events. You can visit their site at SatellitePI.com. S-A-T-E-L-L-I-T-E-P-I.com for more details. Back to Matt and his guest, Brianne Joseph. I guess uh, we're getting close to wrapping up here. But before we do, just, you know, again, tying in the state associations and making sure that, yes, you're doing your online marketing, but you need to do the marketing in person as well. Like how important that really is. Oh, yeah, is. definitely. Um, yeah, definitely. Nothing's, nothing's more important, like as far as like the, the face-to-face as well. You know, social media is definitely a, a, an amazing way to advertise, but... You know, it's only one tool in your arsenal. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's just one thing. It, that's not the only thing. Right. Um, so, you know, that in-person interaction is, is definitely important as well. So, you know, mailing the postcards out and all of that, all of that other type of thing, all that other type of stuff works well um, in addition to the social media right. marketing. So, yeah, we definitely want to still do all of those different things. And just and it just kind of just depends on your audience and and who you're trying to reach, you know, and trying to get those decision makers and, and things like that. You have to do all of those different things to be successful. Right. Do you ever like uh, reach on your clients for, I mean, it's on your website, you have a few testimonials, but do you ever like go and solicit that and then repost it um, on your sites at all or not? I do. I do. All right. You so know, I, you, I got a question for to... you. So how do you ask for that? Right. How do you ask your client politely to, to, uh, to give you a testimonial? You ask. That's it. Okay. Like if I <laughs> seriously, that's what I do. Like, for example, if I do a great job on a case and my client responds through an email and says, oh, my goodness, free. Thank you so much. We love it. Blah, blah, blah. Then my response to that is, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm so glad you uh, you love the work. Would you respond to this email with a testimonial uh, for me saying, you know, what you thought about it? And most of the time they will do that. Or um, I'll ask them, um, can I quote you on that? Or can I, you know, or something like that. So I just ask. And right then, and that's the most important part of getting a testimonial. It's got to be right there on the spot where the, right. <laughs> where they the still feeling love you. is yes. there. Yeah. <laughs> Before they lose that loving feeling. Yeah. Before they lose the warm and fuzzy feeling you gave right. them, you know. So, but no, that's, that's the key. You know, when... This is what I do, too. It, it doesn't even have to be through email. Like if I go to a, a client's office and I hand them a report or some footage, just a client that I'm really, really cool with or, or, you know, or whatever, I'll go there and I'll talk to them. And the moment they start saying something good about it, then I'll say, hey, can I quote you on that? Or, hey, look, 
look, let me write that down. You said what? I said, because I might use this. You know, it's a, it's just a way to do it. And if they're happy with what you do and happy with your results, 95% of the time they won't mind. Now, I've got some clients who are <laughs> some clients who just don't want to to do things like that. And that's just their personality. Well, for yeah, who they are. I'm sure there's some NDA stuff, too, yeah, that you can't that, talk about. Right. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. You have some. But the thing about it is you can't make assumptions about that when you're marketing right. or trying to market. You can't make assumptions about who's going to say what. It doesn't cost anything to ask. Right. And worst case scenario, they'll say no, you'll still live and go on another day to try to work more cases. It's not the end of the world if they tell you no, but you have to ask. You right. know, that's the biggest thing. We're so hesitant to ask for things that we want, you know, because we always think that we always think worst case scenario. We don't want to be getting we don't want to get embarrassed or something right. silly like that. Right. You know what I mean? You, you got to get over that. You got to get over yourself. You know, you have to think about the end result. What are you trying to get from this? Why is it important that you get this testimonial so you can get more clients? Right. And you won't do that unless you have the guts to ask for what you want. That's a good point. That's definitely a good point. You know, never being afraid to, to do that. It's almost like never being afraid to raise your rates when you need to raise your rates. Never being afraid to, you know, push your business when you need to push it is uh, is always uh, important, too. So. Yes, yes. A lot of us, you know, we come in as investigators and we, we don't charge a lot because we're just trying to get the work and we just right. sell ourselves worst short Worst thing you can do. Yeah, worst thing you can do. Absolutely yeah. the worst thing you can do. Never, so. ever apologize for your rate. You know, we're, we're, no. we're professionals, you know, most of us anyways, allegedly. Um, <laughs> and that comes at a, at a price. And, and when you have those conversations, even marketing-wise, when you, you go in a sales meeting or whatever and someone's asking about your rates, you don't apologize for it. And, and you say, listen, you know, you're not paying me to, to, you know, tap numbers into a, a database and pull something out. You're paying for my domain knowledge, right? My expertise within right. the field, right? I've been doing this. I mean, my, my cumulative experience is, you know, around 24 years. So, you know, I, right. I, I kind of have an idea what I'm doing. There's a premium to that. Right. I'm not. Just right. Major, yeah. Right? And that's what I tell people. You know, you're, you're not paying for the hour. You're paying for the value that I bring to the hour. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you're paying for. Yeah. You know, my my expertise that I bring to this hour is what you're paying for. Right. You know, and yeah. So it's, you definitely have to charge what you're worth. There's no way around that. OK. So let's do some more marketing here for you. How do people get a hold of you uh, if they want to hire you or they, or they want to pick your brain on how to do stuff or they want to do the, uh, you know, you said the, the email already for the, uh, for the course, but give me, uh, give me all your handles. Cause I'm sure you got quite a few. So let's, uh, <laughs> let's take a few minutes here and talk about how people reach you. Well, <laughs> I have that many, no, but it's, uh, if you want to uh, learn more about our brand and reach out to us, um, we are Sly Fox Investigations and our website is www.slyfoxinvestigations.com. Um, my email I mentioned before is slyfox at slyfoxinvestigations.com. You could uh, reach us on Facebook, um, facebook.com slash slyfoxinvestigations. I'm also on Instagram at uh, the slyfoxpi. You can reach us there as well. But those are the, the main ways to, to get in touch with us. And, you're you're and, not you know, on MySpace? <laughs> no. No, that would be a hard no. No, I'm not. On really? So you are no, you on MySpace? Do you, do you know who Tom is? <laughs> Tom. <laughs> okay, if you don't know who Tom is, you're not on MySpace. Oh my gosh, I have no idea who Tom. Okay. <laughs> I don't know who Tom is. Yeah, that's, that's do a good I need thing. to know who Tom <laughs> is? No, you no, do I not don't. need to know who Tom is. Um, <laughs> 
Yeah, so Twitter. Do you on, are you on Twitter at all or, or not really? Twitter, yes. The Sly Fox PI, yes. Okay. All right, cool. So that's that's the the big ones there. So the main ones, the yeah. main ones, right? Um, and you're actually going to be on another podcast. Um, by the time this plays, it'll be uh, it'll be coming up right at right after that, right? So you're going on uh, Francie Kohler's uh, PI Declassified, right? Yes, I am. I will have the uh, pleasure and privilege of of being on that uh, podcast. I won't say it's December 8th or 5th or 8th. I have to confirm that, but it's definitely next month. Um, And I'll be talking about marketing and other things like that, uh, you know, on her podcast as well. So excited to be a part of that and, and totally looking forward to that experience. Yeah, as well. she's great. That's how I got I got the bug, you know, going on. Oh, there, yeah. There a year ago. That's, that's, that's it. So look at me. This is your future. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think I, you're so amazing with this. I, I can't imagine. All right, enough. The show's over. Stop. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, th- thank you. Thank, thank you for taking the time and, and being on here. And, and listen, we got the whole New York, New Orleans thing going here. We, we did it on the phone. I and, know. Uh, and it worked out. So um, yes. this was good. And I hope you, you come back soon, even just to, to join me uh, from time to time if you're around. Um, I will. So this was great. Again, I hope this was educational for everybody. And tune in for the next uh, episode, guys. So take care. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for checking out this episode. Be sure to keep a lookout for Brianne's training course. You can reach her on Facebook and Instagram at Sly Fox Brianne Joseph or on Twitter at the Sly Fox PI. Tune in next week when Matt welcomes Helena Radchenko from Hack and Rose Law Firm. They discuss attorney investigator relationships and how to build the CLE program. Make sure to rate us five stars at Apple Podcasts, leave a comment or review, and share this episode with a friend. On behalf of Matt Spare, thanks for downloading and subscribing to PI Perspectives. <laughs>